Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on the fan. It is a final from Chicago, and the results are not good. The Brewers fall in game one of this four-game set, 4-2 the final. And welcome in, everybody. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, Tim Allen. Uh, talking about a Brewers baseball team, which is, uh, well, struggling just a little bit. 7-10 and 10 now after this 4-2 loss. I shouldn't say the team is struggling. I need to correct that. I think, uh, I think it's fair to say that the offense is clearly struggling. I think uh, in, in, in this conversation tonight, I think Craig Council might be struggling as a manager of this baseball team. More on that in just a little while, but... I have zero problems with the pitching. Despite Eric Lauer being a gas can yesterday, I still have no problems collectively with this, uh, with the, with the outgetters, if you will, to put a uh, Craig Council vernacular on it. It is, uh, it is uh, again. The repeating theme is about the offense here, and and they give up four runs uh, between Brett Anderson. And uh, Corbin Burns, and and that's all they give up. The Brewers muster up what four hits and and a couple of runs. They make it a little interesting late, but at one point in this game, Brewers batters fifteen of twenty two that Darvish faced were down o one or one. I'm sorry, o two or one two in the count. Is so. I mean, you you can't when when you got the count stacked against you, it's pretty tough to own an at bat, and they it's a near no hitter really when you think about it. Uh, in the seventh inning, uh, is when they got off the snide and 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 you know the Darvis lost the no hitter as well as the shutout, but uh, the the Brewers pitchers have done a fine job, guys, and they made some moves. Obviously today, Eric Lauer was sent packing. I mean, he was, uh, that was tough. His, his performance yesterday, that earned him a trip up to Appleton for sure, uh, allowing seven runs on nine hits. And the time before that, it was six runs in that second inning against the Cincinnati Reds. So that, that move had to come. I mean, you couldn't send him out there again. It was a one-week link. Uh, really, in, in, in the entire pitching staff. Justin Grimm went on to the uh, injured list. A couple of new pitchers uh, up for the Brewers. Drew Rasmussen is up uh, with the big league club, as well as Angel Padadomo 
I love that name, and you're going to like this guy. Big, tall, left-hander uh, with some pretty good velo from the left side there. So we almost saw Rasmussen tonight, but uh, he didn't. that didn't shake out. Uh, the Brewers, they fall in this one. Let's get into our game recap here. If you want to react on this one again, it's tough to lose to the Cubs, but at a 7-10 and 10 mark, I don't care who they're playing. I really don't. They need to, they need to get some wins. They need to get on a roll. They do. The season, um, what, after Saturday's game, will be exactly one-third done. And I think uh, the... Fox broadcast tonight, Joe Buck and Smoltz, uh, they interviewed both managers. And let me just start out with saying this. Uh, it was it was a tale of two managers in terms of demeanor and, and personality. I don't know if you watched that portion of the game where they had uh, David Ross and, and, uh, and Council. A quick little interview for a couple of, uh, couple of minutes. We're going to have one of the uh, council responses, but just in a general feel, guys, council sounded like a beaten dog. And David Ross sounded like he's having the time of his life. I know winning does have an impact on that. But it wasn't just council's demeanor, which I never really hear him like this. But it was also what he said, which, which doubled down on what I was reading through council's demeanor and personality. That's just a that's just a human nature thing. Well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that audio coming up in just a little bit. So Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show, you're just getting to me. Welcome in here. Brewers lose again 4-2. Pitching staff, fine job. Again, keep the keep the team in the game. That's that was their goal here. First inning. Let's go back to our game recap here. Brewers get a base runner, uh strikeout, pop up. Uh, then a hit by pitch by Yelich. He does steal second base. Avi strikes out. Cubs on the board. Bottom half. They they ambushed Brett Anderson a little bit early. Uh, Lead off double by Horner. Ground ball moves him over. Ground ball gets him in. Uh, by the way, uh, in a Cub Brewer game and in a game where you're struggling to get runs, that first inning Brock Holt should have stood up and just hosed Horner at the plate. I don't know if you guys watched that. He had him by six feet if he just plants and throws. You can't play it safe these days. That's that's the difference. That is the difference between a 162-game season and a 60-game season. When you're struggling a little bit, you have to gamble and you have to cut runners down at the plate when you're not scoring runs. you got to do that early because your pitching staff can't. It has proven to keep you in the ballgame. I don't know, a veteran like Brock Holt, I don't know, uh, take, taking the safe route on that because you're afraid to give up the big inning, that's, that's nonsense to me. That is nonsense. You hose the runner at the plate. Good teams average, you know, they're five runs a game or whatever. When you can cut one of them down, that brings that average down. That bring, brings that run total down right away in the first inning. That was dumb. I'm I'm just telling you it was dumb and and would might have made a difference in this baseball game. Takes the sure out. Oh, safe play, smart play by the veteran Brock Holt. Dumb play when you're looking at an offense that struggles to get runs, and you know they can't play from behind here these days. It's just the reality of it. One zip into the second inning. Uh, base runner in the second for the crew. A two out walk to Gamble Narvaez. Uh, 
Gamble at bat. They uh, they did work Darvish's pitch count up. I'll give you that. 38 through 2. Uh, one zip to the bottom of the second. They extend the lead to two zip. Ambush homer by Schwarber. Uh, two zip. Four hits all told, but just that one run in the inning. Two zip into the third inning. Anderson may be settling in uh, by that time. Uh, just a base hit by Contreras. Uh, he gets through the third to the fourth. Crew goes one, two, three in the fourth. Another strikeout, six for Darvish through those four innings. No hits given up. Anderson, another zero in the fourth inning. Brewers hitless in the fifth inning. Just a two-out walk by Arcia. No hits through the five innings. Two zip to the bottom. Anderson, a one-out walk to Rizzo in that fifth inning. Council goes to get him. Four and a third, just the two runs given up. And that's not horrible, guys. That's not horrible. It stays that way as Burns enters the game. He gets a ground ball, double play. So now we move to the sixth inning. It's still two zip. Brewers, one, two, three in the sixth. No hitter intact. A couple of more strikeouts for Darvish. And uh, it's, it's, up to, it's, it's up to the Brewers' offense again as the pitching staff is doing their job. Cubs get to Burns in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Allows a couple of hits, a couple of runs, three walks. Unlike Burnsy this year to do that, but he gives up two runs right there. He's been overall really good this year. So it's four zip now uh, into the uh, seventh inning. And the Brewers, they break up the no-hitter and the shutout with one out. And it was all off the bat of Justin Smoke. Here's one rocketed deep into right field. Back at the track, at the wall, it is gone. A home run off the bat of Justin Smoke. The no-hitter is gone. The shutout is gone. He hits his second of the season, and this is a three-run ball game as the Brewers are on the board in the seventh. Finally, a Milwaukee Brewer hitter was able to hit a breaking ball or an off-speed pitch in the middle of the plate. It did not have the late action that everyone else has. And that's got to feel good for the Brewers. Yeah, that does feel good for the Brewers and Justin Smoke right there as the, again, the no-hitter and the shutout gone with one swing of the bat. As you heard there on uh, Fox, Buck and Smoltz on the call tonight for this ball game. That's all they get. Burns coming back. Why, Craig? Why, you say? Well, he throws a scoreless bottom half, 4-1 four, four to one to the eighth inning. Leadoff man on for the crew with a base hit uh, by Arcia Holt. A ground ball double play. Where the hell is Ryan Braun? Uh, and then a ground out by Sogard. And then uh, you have nothing there. 4-1 to one to the bottom. Burns coming back out. Couple of punch outs, scoreless frame. And you move to the ninth inning, and things get a little interesting in that ninth inning. Uh, Garcia, and uh, he, he gets on on a base hit, and Justin Smoke, he strikes again. Breaking ball is hammered into the corner. That is a fair ball, and will bounce out of play and then back into play for a double, an RBI double. And now the Milwaukee Brewers are one swing away from potentially tying this ballgame. Yeah, and they were one swing away, but where's, where the hell is Ryan Braun? Can I ask anybody who, who just smokes the Cubs at Wrigley Field? Brewers have played uh, four games now at Wrigley Field this year, and Ryan Braun, I believe, unofficially has one at-bat 
Uh, we'll check it out. Sam Schmidt's uh, producing the show tonight. We'll check that out. Uh, but I, I don't think he started a game, but he's been active for all four of these games. So what's the deal? What's the deal when this team needs offense? I would run Ryan Braun's ass into the ground until he crawled back to California. With the offense doing what they're doing right now, he needs to play. He needs to play hurt. He needs to play on one leg. He needs to play with one hand if, if the finger is too infected. You don't have a choice here. You've So it's, it's two or three, Sam. He has three at-bats against the Cubs on July 24th. He went 0 for 3 in that game. Did, now, did he start that game? That I have to we'll check. check. I don't know if he did or not. But, but again, the point being, you've got a guy that just takes care, of, uh, takes care of things at Wrigley Field, and he's not playing a baseball game. You don't have 162 here this year. He was the designated hitter for that game. Okay, the DH 0 for 3. So he did get one start of the four games, active in all four. Not on the IL, active in all four and gets three at-bats. You guys tell me what's going on. All right, let me get to uh, Craig Council here. By the way, your Chevy MVB of the ball game is Justin Smoke. A couple of hits, a couple of RBIs, a double and a home run. He, he needs to heat up, and he's actually uh, starting to heat up just a little bit. Justin Smoke is. Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Justin Smoke is is starting to heat up a little bit, but Brawny needs to be in there. All right, let's get to uh, Craig Council. You want to react on this game, 414-799-1250. Always sucks um, you know, losing to, to that team, the 85 Bears. Um, and, and, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of that, obviously, as a Brewer fan. So Craig Council was interviewed Joe Buck and, and Smoltz on the Fox broadcast, and he sounded like a beaten dog. He sounded like he's dead in the water. He sounds beaten. Guys, he does. This is just me. This is the way I read it. This is the way I heard it. On the other hand, they went to uh, the other dugout, and they had David Ross on. And, and I, under, I completely understand winning is going to make you smile, Milwaukee. The world smiles back and the whole deal. I understand that. The reason you need to stay around 500 is to get hot at the end and then get, get, get on a roll heading into the postseason. Not necessarily to end up 500, but to stay around 500 to set yourself up. And it's starting to slide away. This 10-game this jaunt, I'm not talking about the road trip. I'm not talking about this current road trip, which is one game in, four to the Cubs, three to the Twins, three to the Pirates. That's not the 10-game run I'm talking about. I'm talking about the 10-game run Twins, Cubs, Twins. That could be the death march. And they're one and three in the 10-gamer. So they need to turn things around, and Ryan Braun sits on the bench. I don't know. Someone explain it to me. Someone, someone all, since, I'm on the, since I'm on the topic and, and the rant already, does someone want to ask Ryan Braun how he hurt his finger? Does anybody know how he hurt his finger? I'm just curious. Not that it's going to change anything. Well, I am curious. Ryan Braun was on Zoom, what, four days ago? Nobody asked. No, nobody wants to ask the media relations department. Nobody wants to add, find out anything. I'm just curious. That's all. I think you'd find it interesting, too. I have no inside scoop. I know someone that says he knows but doesn't want to let us know because it, it would piss us off.
So <laughs> there's a there's there's a friend, a well, let's say a colleague that knows. And he won't tell us because he said it'd piss us off. I don't know. D- does it really matter? If he's active, then you play him into the ground. You play him till he runs back to California. You don't owe anything to Ryan Braun right now. He owes everything to you. Supporting him and staying with him through what went on in 13, he's the one that... and. Again, to to give him this this life, this baseball life, I think he can he can suck it up here and play baseball in a sixty game sprint, because we're sprinting now. We're damn near twenty games in here. All right, let's hear from uh, Craig Council. We're going to hear the full after game uh, presser from uh, Craig Council. But 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 this was during the game, and this was. Um, to me, t- again, this is just my read on it. You tell me what demeanor and how Craig Council feels like he sounds to you. You figure it out right along with me. Check this out. You know, we built this team to have a versatile roster and to withstand 162 games, play matchups, um, deep with starters. And it just it changes things definitely in a shorter season. So we just offensively haven't clicked yet. We're built for a 162. Well, you don't have a 162, Craig. What you've got is 60. Now you've got 22. I'm sorry, 40, 42? Yeah. You get 42. That's all you get. It's got to be managed just a little bit differently this year. I'm not changed. I'm not. I'm not asking Craig Council again. You guys can chime in on this four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. I'm not asking you to change your managerial philosophy, which since May of fifteen, when he got the gig, longest tenured National League manager, sits at four hundred and twelve wins, three hundred ninety one losses. Considering what he had in fifteen and sixteen, that's pretty damn good. That's a really good manager. It is. But you got to manage different this year. You can't afford to stick with Eric Lauer while he gives up six runs again in one inning. And you sat there and waited and, in theory, cost you the game. What's his philosophy? We all know it together, right? And if you don't know it, let me inform you. When there's a blowout game Craig Council manages for tomorrow, he has said it in those words. I manage for tomorrow when the game gets sideways. In those words is what he says. Well, this year it's different. There is no tomorrow if you get on a bad roll. You can't manage for tomorrow. you got to keep the game intact. Again, I don't have much to complain about with the pitching, so those are rare circumstances, the Lauer situation in both games. But it did get sideways. Now... You know, you, we can talk all day long about his, his pitching changes, and that's debatable and, and the whole nine yards. We, we can do that. But I'm talking about offensively. And I'm talking about excuses. Yeah, okay. If, if that's what Stearns and Arnold and you guys did to put together this thing for a 162, I get it. Who knew? Nobody knew. But it seems strange to me. It seems puzzling to me 
that it's an excuse and you don't hear excuses from him. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear this game was built for versatility or this team was built for versatility with veterans that are used to coming off the the bench. That's the way they play. It's it's built around a 162. It's built around a lefty-righty matchup. It's built around matchups. I don't want to hear that right now because it sounds like excuses to me. That's strange. That's weird. Hey, let's hear this again from Craig Council. Listen to what he says about his team this year. You know, we built this team to have a versatile roster and to withstand 162 games, play matchups, um, deep with starters, and it just it changes things definitely in a shorter season. So we just offensively haven't clicked yet. Yeah, we'll make it click. Then start making some changes that make it click. And sitting Ryan Braun is not a good decision to make it click. I'm just, again, it's a different season. I look at it totally different. I know you do too. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Will. Will, uh, you're on the Baby Shade and Blind post game show. Four two Brewers fall. Pitching staff comes through again. Offense. What's going on? Hey there, mate. Yeah, the QB Will. Can I share it, mate? Uh, yeah, uh, Coach Stearns uh, did a bad job again today. Um, obviously, uh, Pena. I don't know where he's at. Uh, obviously, he hits two home runs and gets shut down. So that's the way we do that because he's not the right matchup. Uh, Braun has a has a hangnail, so he can't play, and um, we, we don't know the lineup. Lineup changes left and right. We'll we'll play uh, know, Sogo lead off, and then we'll have Arcia for two hits, and then he'll go away. And I don't know. Will uh, Will let me let me just say this, and I'll keep you here. I'll keep you here to respond. I know what you're talking about, and about lost my mind too. So you have the other day, you have a come from behind victory uh, against the Minnesota Twins to even up the series at a game apiece. Uh, the combination of Jed Jerko, Manny Pena, and Orlando Arcia had five of your nine hits, five of your six RBIs. One of them had a two-run, uh, a two, uh, two-homer game. The other one had a, a game untying two-run shot late in the game, and all three of them were out of the lineup the next day. Yep. Yeah, it's asinine. It's just getting ridiculous. I mean, I don't. I mean, you're not. You're not Billy Bean. You haven't made any money. You didn't make no championships. You've done nothing. You've just got an average team to be above average. I mean, come on, mate. You've got to play your starting. This is a, this is a sprint. Play your hot hot hands. Go hard. And, and if, if you ain't got those kind of balls, then then sit down. Go home. I mean, obviously Braun uh, needs to have a, a, a mojito or something and, and calm down. Obviously he's, he's tired, but it's just getting ridiculous. Will, a pleasure hearing from you again, man. Thank, thanks a lot. I, I appreciate it. It is frustrating. All I'm asking is that the managerial strategy or philosophy changes a little bit with the changing times here this year. That's all I'm asking. Is that too much to ask? What have you noticed that's different? Maybe this is a little bit better question. What have you noticed in his managerial style or philosophy that's different this year? There's nothing different. You have to manage different this year. I know one of his fortes is putting players in a position to succeed. But if they're not succeeding, you don't have a bunch of tomorrows left to prove yourself right. You just don't. I mean, 
really the turning point in this is when I heard Craig Council speak. That that's a turning point in this game. I felt I I, I just think totally different about Craig Council this year thus far. And again, I know it's only the seventeen games, a seven and ten mark after the four and two. But that to me is a big turning point. I'm a huge Craig Council fan. I like him personally. I like him professionally. I think he's a really good manager, and he's going to be a great manager. I absolutely, in my heart of hearts, believe that. But this year more than ever, I don't know if it's stubbornness. I don't know what it is. But the refusal to change your style in a season that's already sideways just based on the system that was set up by MLB, that to me I don't understand. You guys at work, when things get a little crazy, you got you to change things a little bit. When things at work here get a little crazy, we change things up a little bit. I don't see that with Craig Council this year. I, I don't see it. That's the turning point in this baseball game is when <laughs> Joe Buck and Smoltz asked Council a couple of questions, and it was like his dog died. Turning Point brought to you by Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway, where you can check out track rental and event information at greatlakesdragway.com. Great Lakes Dragway, Union Grove, Wisconsin. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next. Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Gentlemen, um, I, a couple of things. Um, you're exactly right. He's got to adjust. But. Um, Braun, Braun's got to play just like you said. I mean, this may be his last year, and uh, some guys aren't getting it done. But one thing is, uh, are they still being a little too aggressive at their uh, at, when they're batting, uh, when they get up to the plate? Because it seems a lot, a lot of teams, especially Chicago, they're making our pitchers work. And well, it depends. They're, so, they're selective uh, one time through, and then the next time through, I think they ambush. So you okay. could ambush. Uh, today, I thought they ambushed er, early. They were swinging early. Okay. The last, the last out, it was 2-0. and all. I mean, uh, I, and no, I... No, Smoke, I know what you're saying. No, I don't know what Narvaez did uh, he, in terms of the count. We can check it out. But I do know this, and Smoke ended up getting, a, uh, getting an RBI double. But I will say this: There's no reason he should have been swinging too well, with with the tying run on deck. You you got to make him throw a strike. Sorry to take the bat out of your hands a little bit. Again, that's just an adjustment. That could be in a 162. That could be in a 60. I, it wouldn't matter what season that is. That's just my philosophy. That's debatable too. A 2-0 dead red fastball. Okay, fair enough. Uh, fine. I mean, I'm I'm I'm. That's just again. I would have had the red light on him until he gets a strike because I, I need a chance to get the tie and run up, and it ultimately worked out, so that's debatable. Right. But one thing, and we know you like counsel a lot. I'm pulling for the guy. You know, he does have to find out what his guys can do. And, and what, a 60-game season, that's going to start uh, – that's going to start coming into his brain, and, and and I'm hoping that he will adjust. And anyhow, um, I'm running out of things the, to say. And I'm yeah, still you're all right, Mike. My sons. Have a good night. Thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot. Take it easy. Uh, I need to uh, watch myself um, with with Cub Brewer matchups. I don't know if I, if I've told this story uh, too many times on the air. Not many, 
Uh, but there was a game some years ago, Sam, and you can appreciate this. You know me personally. You know, you know how I am. I, I, um, I get into this stuff, right? I'm a huge Brewers fan. Fan first, you know, broadcaster second. Um, it's, it's painful. <laughs> it is painful. But a few years ago, I think it was off Wade Davis. Uh, it was a Cub Brewer game at Miller Park. And it was, uh, I want to say somebody went back-to-back off Davis, or I know it was a Travis Shaw home run uh, late in a ball game to either tie it or win it. It was something like that, late in the game. I was into it so much, I got like a piercing something in my head, like, like, like an immediate headache. Like I was so fired up about that home run to tie it. I, I just, so... I have to intentionally calm myself on Brewer Cub games these days, the last couple of years. Yeah, I still get into it, but it's like I I don't want to, you know, blow a gasket upstairs, if you know what I mean. So, uh, and the reason I bring that up is Mike had some uh, some health issues too, and he's been calling for years, has had some health issues, and I don't know if they're directly re- related to the Brewers, but uh, that day it was for me in the studio. Uh, when when I just have this piercing, like someone put a, a spike through my head, so I need to watch it a little bit. This one this one isn't necessarily about the the loss to the Cubs, uh, as it is about Craig Council, and the adjustments on a weird season are not being made. They're just not. Maybe maybe Ryan Braun's hurt. We're gonna t- we're gonna have to take a break. We're real late. Uh, maybe Ryan Braun's hurt. And and he legit is hurt, and he's, he, there's just no way he can go. Um, and I'm not I'm not doubting uh, anything like uh, you know I'm questioning Ryan Braun's competitive nature and and any of that. But if he is healthy enough to play, and Council just didn't like the matchup against Darvish, and Ryan Braun doesn't play at Chicago's Wrigley Field in a short season where your offense needs every bit of help they can get, I don't like it. And you shouldn't either. Well, is he going to do better than Justin Smoke? I don't know. He's Ryan Braun. Who knows what's going to happen? But I do know this. In a short season, and the way the offense is, He can't do worse. He can't do worse than this offense has been doing. He can't do worse than Christian Yelich is doing. Sorry, Yelly. I know you're breaking out of it a little bit, and you hit into some hard luck today. Should have had two hits today, a screamer to right, and you should have had an infield single, but they they had a sparkling gem of a play. When it rolls bad, it rolls bad. I get it. Ronnie, if you're healthy, you got to play. Craig, if Ronnie's healthy, he's got to play. That's all I'm saying. You need every help you can get. All right, sorry. 799-1250. Brewers fall in game one of this four-game set to the Chicago, well, the 85 Bears is what I've been calling them lately. Uh, they fall. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen talking some Craig Council tonight after the loss on the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. 
Yeah, it's pretty frustrating at times uh, when you when you got a seven and ten mark, and you hear this from Craig Council. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. This was it. You guys on hold. Sit right there. I'll get to you. Um, when you hear this in game, Fox Sports and uh, Fox Six had the game tonight. Joe Buck, John Smoltz, center stage here a little bit for the Brewers Cubs matchup, and and you hear this from Craig Council talking about his game or talking about his team, I should say, uh, built on a 162 season. Excuse or not, check it out. You know, we built this team to have a versatile roster and to withstand 162 games, play matchups, um, deep with starters, and it just it changes things definitely in a shorter season. So we just offensively haven't clicked yet. It changes things definitely in a shorter season. I don't know. I'm not used to hearing that from Craig Council. And I'm not reading too much into it. Because that's not the first time he has said it here in the last 10 days. We all have justifications for our decisions. We do. But that doesn't mean we can't shift on the fly here. And he's not doing it. It's It's just not happening. Why is it landlocked in that Keston has to bat second and Christian Yelich has to bat third? And it's this isn't all about lineups. This is not about lineups, all told. This is about consistency, playing the hot hand. Playing the hot hand is what you have to do right now. There's no choice. You have to do that right now. Because you don't have anyone that's you, you hardly have anyone that's hot at all. And to sit there and say that the team was built on 162 and it just definitely changes things, well, then you got to change with it. At least the attempt to change with it. I get your forte and a strong asset of your managerial style is to put players in positions to succeed, and I commend you for that as manager of the Brewers, Craig. I do. But, dude, it's not 162 now. Now you got to figure out a different way. You got to fig- figure out the 60 game way. Or at this point if they don't make them up 57 game way. That's the way we got to figure this out. Are you kidding me moment of the game with Gene Wagner plumbing 7991250 to Len. Len Baby Shade and Blind post game show. What's up? Hello. This Go is ahead. Brian. That's Brian. Brian. Hello Brian. What's up? Hi. Uh, I have a couple of gripes. Uh, one, Shoot. this morning I was listening to the Bart Winkler show, and they were talking about how they they shouldn't have baseball right now, which got me upset. And then, two, the offense is getting me really, really angry right now. And then about Concho, I think he was playing for, 100, for the 162-game season, not the 60-game season. I think that's what he's trying to do right now, which is not are, right. Are you, uh, Brian, are you happy baseball is back? Yeah, I'm happy. Me too. I went to that mental hospital because there was no baseball on. Now that there's yeah, baseball well, on, now I'm happy. But the offense is like, it's frustrating me <laughs> to heck right now. In a weird way, in a weird way, this frustration I'm showing now with the, with not only the Craig Council, but with the, obviously the offense. In a weird way, this is this is sort of good news that we're even debating this, Brian. Yeah. I don't know what Bart's talking about. We should all be happy baseball's back. I, I have no idea what he's talking about. 
there aren't too many people that are displeased with baseball being back. That's the minority. So, yeah. Bart's a good dude, though. I will tell you that. I know him personally. Brian, thanks for the call, okay? All right. 799-1250. Pete in Appleton. What's up? How are you doing today? (laughs) More important how you are, man. You you can tell how I'm doing. I'm doing just great. But, uh, you know, you're absolutely right when when you hear counsel say something about this team was built for 162. That's great. You don't have 162. You have 60. So figure it out. You're the manager. It's your job. And can you explain to me why Omar Navias is in the lineup when you got Manny Pena red hot at the plate? He has a great game two days ago and doesn't see the field after that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what, Pete. Why, Pete, why I'll, 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 I'll let you. I'll let you finish. And and earlier in the season, I I can re, I can recall saying this. And I will just start out this this little thing by saying Omar Narvaez is a better baseball player than Manny Pena. Okay, he is. Those are the facts. He's a better baseball player all the way around. He's a better asset for your team. However, in this year, 60 game, if Manny's hot, Manny plays. It's that simple. Exactly. But, Tim, I will disagree with you one thing. Manny is a far superior catcher than Omar Nevaez. Defensive and catcher, yeah. Yeah, defensively he is. So you you got to take the good with the bad. And I'll take Manny Pena out there when, I don't know, the pitching staff just seems to pitch better when he's out there. And look, I'm not going to sit here and, and say one word about the pitching staff because they have been phenomenal for what this team has done offensively. This pitching staff, they should all win a Cy Young this year yep. just trying to get through this. This is absolute garbage, and you said it doesn't matter about the lineup. You know why? You know why uh, Yelich is hitting third every game, or you know what? It's seventeen games, and we've had seventeen different lineups. I mean, come on, man! <laughs> That's why your team never can get hot because you don't give guys enough at bats to get hot. The only guy that's been consistently in there is Yelich, Kira, and, and Smoke. I mean, and they gave him a couple days off because he was struggling a little bit. And it just, I don't get it. You know, in a 60-game in season, have your starting lineup and then have your bench players. What the hell was Brock Holt doing out there tonight in that situation? You, you could have you went multiple different routes there. You could have put Manny Pena in the game there. I mean, I know you don't want to hit with your catcher in case something happens, but it was the eighth inning. At that point, you got to take a chance. And Craig will not take chances. It's going to be his way. And it's, I, I don't think it's going to work this year. I mean, the only reason it's worked the last two years is because teams went ice cold down the stretch and Milwaukee got smoking hot. So if that doesn't happen again this year, they're done. I, I, Ryan Braun's uh, splits, his head-to-head against Hugh Darvish in his career, he's only had the, uh, what, two at-bats? He's 0 for 2? Is that why Brawny didn't play today? Because... That's what I'm thinking. He, he didn't look so good in those two at-bats, I guess. I, I don't get it either. <laughs> wow. Pete, always a pleasure, man. Thanks thanks for uh, talking some Brewers baseball again this year. All right, Tim. Have a good one. Yep. You got it. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. It is frustrating. If, the, if this team does not make the playoffs, it's a failure. I don't care if it's a shortened season or not. It's a failure. 
And it even might even be a failure if even if they do get in and, and bow out a little bit. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh we are gonna hear from Craig Council coming up. Uh also Justin Smoke. He's starting to heat up a little bit. But again, I go back to the other day. Now this is a rough stretch, guys. Make no mistake about that either. And I'm I'm considering that as well. And I hope you guys are too. Three against a very good Minnesota Twins team. Four against a very good Chicago team, the 85 Bears. And then uh, you've got three more against the Twins next week, starting Tuesday. That 10 game could be your death march. This is it right now. You get through these, it lightens the load on the schedule a little bit. It does. You're facing some teams that you would consider inferior to you. So you can make up a little more ground once you get out of this thing. But are you going to survive this thing? You're one and three now in the four-game stretch here. You even up the series at a game apiece with a huge, monumental win. Come from behind. Manny Pena, a couple of home runs. Jed Jerko, two-run shot to untie the game in the eighth inning. Might have been the seventh. Late in the game. And neither one gets a start the next day. And neither one gets a start the next day, which is today. Um, and then you say, the, the, you know, why the struggles? Why the struggle? What's going on with your team? And you say, well, the team was built for 162. Well, okay, fair enough. And I understand that. And it probably was. I'm convinced it was. But since you don't have 162, you got 60. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear we're doing everything we can, man, to get people in, in positions to get on a roll, get hot, get some wins on the board. It's going to start with tonight. We've got to battle back, and we're right here in the middle of this game. Our pitching staff's been outstanding. We're staying right in this thing. A couple of hits, man. We'll be right back in it. That's what I wanted to hear tonight. Instead, this is what I heard in the broadcast from Fox Sports on Fox 6 with Joe Buck and Smoltz as uh, they interviewed Council mid-game. You know, we built this team to have a versatile roster and to withstand 162 games, play matchups, um, deep with starters, and it just it changes things definitely in a shorter season. Yeah. So we just offensively haven't clicked yet. Yeah, changes things definitely in a shorter season. It sure does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get one more in before the break. Uh, Jameson, you're on the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Hello. Hello, Tim. How are you this evening, my man? More important how you are. You hear uh, how I am. Uh, man, I mean, you know, the season may have changed. You have to change with the season. It's not, you know, uh, up to the players. But, uh, you know, I may not know much, but I know – that any baseball player needs some sort of consistency going through uh, the season. And when you have a guy, I mean, I don't care if it's the quick trip, sandlot, five-year-old, and the, and the one guy hits two home runs in a game, you don't bench him the next day. <laughs> I mean, these guys got to get hot. They have to have some consistency. And you just can't play your normal billy ball or whatever that he's trying to play. You don't have five Rod Carews, two George Bretts, a Dave Kingman, and a uh, Dave Winfield out there. We, we got scrappy guys who need to get consistency, 
And if they one of them gets hot, you got to put them in the lineup the next day. You can't take them out. None of these guys are hot. And not, maybe Pena a little bit. Caston got hot one game, and then they're benched the next game. And honestly, it doesn't make any sense, and we're going to suffer for it. I'll listen you, to you. I'm out. Thank you. All right. Th- thanks, man. Uh, yeah. You have to go against the grain, the normal grain a little bit. And that's the f- philosophical viewpoint or strategical viewpoint of Craig Council. I think he's good. Guys, I do. I, and I think he's going to be a great manager, and I truly believe they're going to win a World Series under Craig Council. I think he'll be here for a long, long time. I do. I think he'll be uh, the, the winningest manager in Brewers history. I think he'll be the manager that wins a World Series ultimately. Now, I, I can't tell you when. But I, I do believe that. I do. Because I think Craig Council overall gets it. But this is really this really popped him in the face a little bit. It did. It stunned him a little bit. And I think I think things got a little sideways for Craig. I do. And I think he's feeling his way through this. A lot of a lot of baseball players are, a lot of managers are, a lot of coaches are, a lot of fans are. We're all feeling our way through this. Some a little more successful than others. Um, it, it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, the nine-year-old team down the street here at Greenfield Little League Park or whatever. <laughs> and, oh, look, there's Mark Mathias. Grandparents are here tonight. They brought baseball cards, so he needs to play. Uh, Owen, Eric Sogard's parents. Good to see you, Mr. and Mrs. Sogard. Uh, Eric's doing a fine job. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the team mom? Keston's mother is here again. Oh, it's nice to see you, Mrs. Hira. <laughs> she brought the snacks today. Everybody gets to play. Manny, um, I know you hit two home runs, but everybody needs to play. Omar needs to play. <laughs> Get out of here. If Manny Pena's slugging homers and you're looking for slug, this team, that's his term, slug. We're looking for slug and Manny gives it to you and then he's on the bench the next day. I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I really don't. You could take your matchups and shove them, honestly, because you don't have time to wait this out. You don't. I love your brother, but you don't have time and time's ticking away. Day by day, another day goes by and we have baseball. That. Is a good thing. Tim Allen, Baby Shade and Blind post game show. Uh, if you want to jump in here, I'd love to have you. If not, in the meantime, we'll hear from Justin Smoke. We'll hear from Craig Council. Maybe he'll make me feel better with what he has to say here after a loss to the 85 Bears. That's all coming up in just a bit. Stick around as. Uh, uh, we, uh, we we mend a little bit. Each day we look forward. We got another game. Got another at-bat going. You got another outing going. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers fall 4-2. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. All right, you guys on hold. I'll get you in here before Craig Council because I'm really looking forward to Craig, Craig Council. Um, Craig Council did not sound like he was crying necessarily during the in-game interview, but he didn't sound well. I mean, maybe he's under the weather. I'm just trying to figure out why he sounded so down. It was a 4-2 Brewers loss today, game one of a four-game set. 
to those 85 bears down there. Um, I didn't like the, the delivery of what I heard from Craig Council. Maybe it's better in his post-game presser, and we'll have that for you just in a second here. Todd, you've been holding on for a while, dude. What's on your mind? What's happening? Uh, howdy, Timmy. Hey, Sorry. by the way, you don't have to – by the way, I just want to tell you and everybody else, you don't have to agree with me. If there's something I'm missing here, uh, honestly, we, we uh, you know that, Todd, over the yeah. years, we try and figure this out together. Oh, uh, oh, absolutely, and uh, I, 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 I'm going to disagree with you. So, um, uh, you know, boy, there's so much to, to digest here. It's just, uh, it's a ton. It really, really is uh, on, on all fronts. And uh, I'm not going to totally disagree with you, but I'm going to take a little different approach at it. Um, you know, Council's dealt the hand that he's been dealt. And, and and he's a pretty good company man. He really is. He he deals with the, the players he's been dealt with. And there's a unfortunately not on his side, but I think on the team side, there's too much I I I me me me. You know, maybe it's the culture and the age of the group that he's playing with. You know, look at the guys that he has on one and two year contracts, which is a ton of guys. You know, yeah. they're, 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 the, the, the guys that are playing well, you know, like uh, uh, Smoke and, and Abby, and they're, 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 they're doing, you know, okay. Um, and, and you look at the Cubs. Um, those guys on that team right now, they, a lot of those guys played with that man, their coach. They like him. They have a history with him. They want to do well for him. And, uh, uh, and they have a history and maybe a longer-term with them, we're, unfortunately, with the Brewers, is we always have one-year deals, one-year deal, one-year deal, one-year deal, and it gets sickening. There's nobody there that's long-term. I mean, we got Yelich. Yeah, big deal. I apologize about that. And, and that's why, Todd. That's why I've, I've said I think this is a bridge the gap season. I really do because now the consistency in the players you're talking about will be there in terms of. Obviously, Keston and Yelly, they're going to be here for a while. But they're more so on the pitching side. So Woodruff, Hauser, Burns, Peralta, they're all going to be here a while. So there will be some consistency here, but it's, it's mainly on the pitching side. But I hear what you're saying. It's a good point. Yes, and, 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 and all those guys you just named, Timmy, are doing very well. The other people... You know, uh, you know, you look at the bronze. I mean, he's on his last year. He really doesn't get it. It, it just unfortunately seems to me that they just want to get through this year. They want to get their money, and they want to get the heck out of here. And, you know, even with – I'm so upset with Kane. I really am. I'm absolutely – I'm on – I'll, I'll be honest. I'm just well, don't be upset with him personally. Be upset with the situation no. because I respect his yeah. decision. Yeah, and it is, it is, it is unfortunate that, you know, um, I know everybody wants to jump down council's throat about this, but it's the hand he was dealt. It's an okay. unseen for, uh, 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 future. No one knows how this was going to play out. No one knows anything. And here he gets this big pile of steam and dog crap in his, in his lap, and he's got to deal with it. So I know everybody's jumping down his throat. Do this, do that, do that, do this. Well, you know what? Put yourself in the other guy's shoes once in a while, and look how you would do it. That's all I – okay. you got to look at it that way. 
All right, good, good, good points, good stuff. Yeah, and it's hard to get these guys connected playing uh, for each other instead of just with each other when they're all uh, newcomers coming in. And you know, hey, Pete, that's human nature. Sometimes you don't like the people you work with. I know I don't. <laughs> Sam's Sam's about to lose it. Sam's probably saying, "Come on, name names, name names. Just give me a couple names." Uh, I'll give you a case in point on how you should be on counts a little bit. An- another one that goes into that category would be the, the aforementioned Avisail Garcia. Threw him in the leadoff spot, came up with three hits, including a leadoff home run. One of the very few times you've scored in the first inning, for what it's worth. Three-hit game, leadoff spot. Hasn't been there since. Just saying. We'll hear from Counts in a second. Seven nine nine twelve fifty to Bob. B O B, what's up? What's up, Tim? How you doing? <laughs> More important now you are. Uh, you know what? I was just watching the game, flying home from Atlanta, and pulling my hair out. I'm done with Eric Sogard crap. I'm done. Um, <laughs> I'm done with the Brock Holt stuff. Done. Um, these experiments haven't worked. It's a short season. I've lost my patience. Eric Sogard, I've seen this show before. I'm done with him. Go with the guys who you went, who you signed to win the championship. Do not go with guys that you have a emotional tie to. And I have no idea why Sogard is in the starting spot, first of all. Second of all, go with their bias. But if Manny Pena is hot, Go with Manny Pena. You have you only have sixty games. That's it. Okay, done with this. You, these guys are these guys are on on a short run, and you know what? I know this may be challenged, but I didn't like the Logan Morrison cutting. Yep. Cut Rock Holt. Cut Eric Sogard. And you know what? Start rolling the dice. Hope you hope you roll some sevens right off, and if not. Right off the season, but go yeah, with what you, guys who can what turn you out, right. around. Yep, yep. That's I it. mean, there is That's a DH here. All right, Bob. Thanks for the call. No, I I understand. No, I'm I'm right with you. That you have to do a few things a little bit different now. Uh, the uh, low mo and so show. <laughs> Lorenzo Kane, Logan Morrison, and Eric Sogard. Uh, well, that that's not that's not working out too well. Although Sogi does does get on base a little bit, uh, but there is a DH in this league now. Is there, is there a rule against having three catchers that way? Narvaez and Pena can both because if you need to go to Manny Pena for offense, you know you know you're in you're you're in a sad state of affairs. But if that's what it is, it, what that's what it is then. So if you got to bring up Nottingham again to be a third catcher simply because you want to utilize a hot hand of either Narvaez or Pena or both, then well then that's what you got to do. I I just I don't know if too many people are going to miss Brock Holt as much as I like him and his track record says he should be a lot better than this, and that's the problem here. Track record for for Justin Smoke says he should be better. Track record for Holt says he should be better. I could say that about a lot of these guys. Garcia should be better. It's weird. It's just weird that all these guys 
are doing this at the same time. Goes to show that if it, if it runs in cycles, which I think it does, you will see a hot stretch offensively. That's coming. I'm still convinced of that. But for how long? Three to five games? And then you get a 15-game skid where you can't get out of your own way? I don't know. I mean, there's just different things you can do, and I think we can all agree on that. We, we have to do things a little bit different these days, all of us. I mean, no, this, just, this, this uh, art is imitating life here, maybe not for counsel, though. He still wants to do things pre-pandemic. We got to change. He's got to change. So it's a change season. It's crazy. It's crazy times. It is. All right, 799-1250, you want to jump in here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show as we uh, are talking about Craig Council and whether or not he should be shifting on the fly, if you will. Well, let's get to Craig Council. Uh, we played you um, several times his, his in-game interview, or at least a piece of that. But let's get his postgame presser here on the fan. Craig, with Darvish, you're not always sure what you're going to get command-wise from him. Looked like that was pretty spot on tonight. Um, is this about as good as you've seen him command the baseball? Yeah, he was good tonight. Um, you know, we, we've we've obviously been struggling offensively, but I thought this was a good pitching performance. Um, you know, there was a he just, you know, it's ninety seven. It's it's a breaking ball at eighty miles an hour. It's cutters. So it was he pitched really well tonight. Craig, do you think it was just a matter of waiting for a mistake? I don't know if you would call the, the smoke pitch. It looked like one where maybe a left-handed hitter likes it. Would you consider that a mistake pitch? Uh, it's hard for me to tell you where I haven't seen the pitch. It's hard for me to tell you what it, what it, where it was. Um, you know, I, I don't. It didn't feel like you know we had a lot of pitches to hit tonight. That, that's probably the best way to say it. Um, I didn't feel like there was a lot of like good pitches we missed um you know we just we didn't create any scoring opportunities though you know we, we I thought the first couple innings we you know ran his pitches up pretty good you know he's at 40 pitches it's just you know you're thinking you're moving him along on the pitch count spectrum but um then he got then he got in a little bit of groove um and we weren't able to, we really didn't create any you know we didn't create any opportunities as tough as things were against Darvish, you guys were still in position to, you know, tie it late. So you had to feel good about that. Yeah. I mean, look, our, our pitching is doing their job. I, I really feel like that they're, they are, they're keeping us, you know, within striking distance. Um, you know, it, it feels like, you know, really, you know, take away last night, really every night they're keeping us, keeping us within striking distance. And, and so that's uh, – they're doing a really nice job. I mean, I thought Corbin, you know, he had a rough sixth inning, um, but then settled down and, and threw two really good innings. Um, you know, they ambushed Brett on a couple, you know, first pitch double the game and a first pitch homer in the second. And other than that, I thought he was doing his thing, like what he's good at, getting the ball on the ground. Um, so we pitched well. Um, but uh, we just – Tonight we didn't we didn't create any chances. We we, we got the tying run up there um, in the ninth, but um, you know not you know two outs and not not the greatest opportunity, but with two outs. But uh, we we did get the tying run up there. Hey Craig, um, 
Omar was visibly frustrated after that last at bat, of course. And I know he's a, he's a much better hitter than what the statistics have shown so far, particularly just his contact is just usually a lot better just by his career. Is there anything like in particular that you could kind of point to or attribute his struggles to at this point? No, I mean, no, I mean, I think with Omar, he's, it's, you know, it's like a couple of other guys are just not quite on it. Um, and I think, you know, when you see that, when you see that frustration, that's pitches I want to hit, pitches I can hit that I don't hit. You know, that's when you see a, the, the bat slam. That that's, you know, I should hit that pitch. That's the kind of message I think he says when he when he does that. Um, and that's frustrating. You know, you get a pitch you can hit, and you, you don't do what you want to do with it. Um, you know, and you're not having much success. It's it's what happens. Um, so it's, you know, it. it I think if he knew, if we all knew what was going on, he, you know, you'd do it right away and fix it. It's just a little bit off. Um, you know, the Omar's Omar's a hitter, you know, that's what he is. It's, he's been really good at hitting and um, you know, you gotta, you gotta have faith that those guys are going to snap out of it and come out of it and, and, and be who they are. Craig, is this one of those instances where that faith is sort of up against the weird 60 game season where, you maybe have to make a decision you wouldn't normally make uh, just because of the urgency of the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would look at it more like, you know, this is August, um, you know, what, whatever the date is 13th, 14th. And, and we're sitting, you know, a game out of a playoff spot. Um, would we, would we make wholesale changes at that point? I, I don't think you do. That's, that's kind of how I look at this situation. So these, these players have a track record. They're not, you know, 16 year olds that we're not sure what they're going to be. You know, these players have pretty good track records um, and they're going to come out of it. And so, um, you know, I, mean, I, I think we, that, that's, that's the kind of mode I'm operating under right now. Um, and, I, and I think it's still time for that. Hey, Craig, just uh, one more on Corbin, I think. So this is the second time he's pitched against the Cubs and, I was just thinking that it must be like an encouraging sign, the adjustments that he made um, after that's, you know, um, rough or just a little bit rocky initial yeah. going today. Yeah, I, I thought, look, he just he, he had a rough inning, just kind of command wise more than anything. He just wasn't getting the ball where he wanted to. Um, but, I, you know, everything I've seen, we've seen from Corbin this year is is really positive in my eyes. Like, this guy's becoming a pitcher, and that's what, you know, we're not going to put zeros up there every single inning, um, but there, there's progress being made with Corbin. Uh, these are good signs. Um, tonight, although he, he did not have a good sixth inning, he, he had to battle through it. He still, he still battled through it and only gave up two runs in that inning. And, and, and then came back and had two really good innings and put up two zeros. And I think struck out, I think he struck out four of the last two innings. So that to me is a, just, that's progress. That's not Corbin from, that's not the Corbin Burns we saw last year. Um, and, and so that's, those are signs that we have to build on um, and, and things we have to build on and it's, it's maturation um, and it's, it's going in the right direction. It obviously wasn't a big deal since he stayed in the game, but what happened with Corbin when you guys went out to the mound there? Yeah, he's he's just had a little bit of very minor kind of knee tendonitis, and 
you know, I think anytime you see it, it's kind of similar to Justin Grimm last night. Anytime you see a guy not just struggling throwing strikes, you just want, I just wanted to make sure that there was no issue with, with the knee. It's, it's been just a kind of nagging thing for him that he deals with. Um, and he said, there's no, no issue at all. It's not, it's got nothing to do with it. Just not throwing strikes. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. All right, 4-2 loss, game one of the four games set. And uh, I, f- I feel slightly better after hearing counsel right there. I do. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm honest with my feelings. And And it's interesting... And I understand it. Uh, you're a game or two now. Let's let's just say for the sake of the argument, you're a game or two out of a playoff spot. Would you make wholesale changes in a regular season? Now, I don't know if that's apples to apples, but I will say that it's interesting. It's I'll, I'll put that uh, in the think tank here, and I'll think about that because I think you have a better track record and he he spoke of track record there with his players. I think you have a more current track record of the 17 games thus far that maybe it's not a good analogy, but then again, the reality is you are still only a game or two out of a playoff spot. So do you do you want to make those changes? Interesting. I do feel slightly better. I'd have to give it some thought some additional thought. Uh, spark of the game with Current Electric, your electrician superheroes at callcurrent.com. Uh, yeah, he, he had a couple of hits, a couple of RBIs. The, it was all, basically all the Brewers' offense. This snapped the no-hitter and the shutout. Here's one rocketed deep into right field. Back at the track, at the wall, it is gone. A home run off the bat of Justin Smoke. The no-hitter is gone. The shutout is gone. He hits his second of the season, and this is a three-run ball game as the Brewers are on the board in the seventh. Finally, a Milwaukee Brewer hitter was able to hit a breaking ball or an off-speed pitch in the middle of the plate. It did not have the late action that everyone else has. And that's got to feel good for the Brewers. Yeah, there it is on Fox 6. Uh, Joe Buck and, and Smoltz on the call. Uh, very good question, by the way, uh, during that uh, press conference with, with Craig Council from Adam McAlvey. I mean, do, do, you, do you make adjustments because of And that's exactly what we're talking about here tonight. Do you make adjustments, the, the sense of urgency, to make some changes because it's a short season? Um, and his, his response was interesting. Uh, again, would you make wholesale changes uh, a game or two out of a out of a playoff spot in a normal situation? Well, I, I guess the answer to that would be no. I I don't think you would. However, these aren't normal normal times right now. Mm. Uh, Justin Smoke uh, had that home run you just heard right there on Fox. Uh, we're going to hear from him coming up in just a second. We'll have a, a little bit of time if you guys want to jump in here. If there's something we're missing, if there's something I'm missing, uh, feel free to let us know. Let me know. Uh, Sam, we're going to switch things up a little bit. You'll have the uh, NL uh, Central scoreboard and any other major baseball news. But 
We're also going to have you just to shake things up. Maybe you can get on a roll a little bit. You're going to read the box score tonight going inside the box. Is that cool? Let's try it out. That's See, that's doing something different in an effort to, to, to get this team on a roll, man. Take notes, Craig Council. <laughs> that's right. Just a little uh, uh, adjustment here. Maybe we'll get something going. All right, Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz, and a Brewers 4-2 loss in game one of this four-game set. We'll be back right here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Hang in there, Brewers fans. This offense will get hot. Uh, Craig Council continues to say it. And, and dare I say it? Um, well, hopefully they they will soon because uh, clock is ticking day by day here. Another day is uh, done in the world of baseball, and certainly the Brewers fall in this one four two. The final Justin Smoke starting to heat up a little bit, so things are coming around for him. The approach, uh, I, I think everybody can see that with Christian Yelich is is starting to improve as well. And there's uh, there's some adjustments to be made. If, if it were me, and maybe we'll get to this uh, tomorrow night after the game, but, I mean, if it were me, we'd, they, they would have one leadoff hitter. And, and that would just be me. You can do whatever you want. I mean, you know, two, three, four, five, six, nine, whatever you want to do. But the leadoff hitter for me, uh, tune in tomorrow. I'll tell you exactly who that should be. Every game. Every game the rest of the way out, maybe a day off, maybe a day off to DH, certainly maybe a couple of days to DH. But outside of that, a day off or two the rest of the year, and he'd be the leadoff hitter. And it won't be this guy. It won't be Justin Smoke. But here's, here's Justin Smoke after the Brewers' loss. Justin, I was asking Kansas, with Darvish, sometimes you don't know what you're going to get command-wise. And it looked like tonight there were not many misses. Um, did you even consider the the pitch you hit out a miss from him? Not really. I feel like for me personally, I got pitches to hit all night. You know, it's a little cutter here, slider, curveball, change of speeds with all of them. So it's just kind of, you know, getting, you know, not missing that one middle of the plate. And, you know, finally that last bat there off him, I, you know, I was kind of just, I feel like I was jumping all night at the ball, and I just said, all right, I'm going to let it come to me, and see able to put a good swing on a – I think it was a slider. Justin, have you been on the other side of a no-hitter before? Yeah, I've – yeah, I've been on the side of a bunch of – a few of them, actually. <laughs> Too many of them. Um, I've played in a perfect game, two perfect games, one that was – I was on the good side when, when I was on the bad side, and I think a couple no-hitters. So, yeah, it's uh, something you don't want to happen. <laughs> and were, were those all in the majors, Justin, or do you – Yes. Yep. So, when you're, in, when you're in the box at that point, obviously you're just trying to make contact and get on base. But as that night's progressing along, and you've seen games like this where guys are, you know, really good, uh, did that one have the feel like this? this is trending in that direction, this could be one? I mean, it did and it didn't. I feel like, I mean, I'm sure guys would tell you, they feel like they probably got pitches to hit all night that, you know, they feel like they just 
missed and you know he, he's around the strike zone he he was tonight at least and you know he's throwing a lot, a lot more off speed than I feel like he normally does and you know uh, for me personally I was finally to make finally able to make that adjustment. Justin what's the uh just frustration level for the offense at this point um, just given the, the short season and, and how important all these games are? Oh for sure I mean you know we've all been trying to fight through it trying to do what we can to get the feels that we want to feel. And, you know, I, it's, it's tough. It's not easy. And, you know, it's something that being 60 games is definitely magnified and, you know, we just got to keep going. I mean, I, I feel like as a team, if we get hot, we can, we can win 10 in a row. You know what I mean? I mean, we have the pitching to do that. And so, you know, it's just a matter of keep trying to grind it out till, you know, hopefully it clicks and, you know, ride it as long as you can. Hey, Justin, do you feel like like this 10-game road trip in particular is, uh, you know, a pretty critical stretch for you guys? Um, I feel like every game is pretty critical. I mean, it's, you know, like I said, 60 games. I mean, it's, you know, you got to, you know, go out there and try to win as many ball games as you can. And, you know, now that we've got more playoff teams that are able to make it, I mean, it's something that, you know, every game means something. And, you know, it's, you know, you got to go out there and try to win even, you know, when you don't feel good. And, you know, like myself, a lot of us, we haven't really got it going yet, and hopefully we're able to do that. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. I think uh, maybe some... Some would say that we're not giving enough credit to Hugh Darvish, and 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 I'm not going to do that. Hugh Darvish uh, um, gets no nothing extra for me for for shutting down one of the worst offenses in baseball. You know, once in a while you can tip your cap to the buzzsaw. I don't know. I, I'm just not willing to go there with this with this one tonight. You worked that pitch count up to 40 pitches through two innings, and you couldn't get to him. Now again, if you look back on his on his track record, his last uh, ten or twelve games, whatever it was last year down the stretch, really good, really good. Back to back to the Darvish of of being really good and worthy of a big contract. But in this in this uh, scenario, uh, I don't I don't give it much significance. I really don't. I'm sorry, I I just don't. The, the, these guys are are really close to getting no hit. They are, and I hate to think that way, but they're that bad. The offense is that bad. The futility of this offense, you guys have been experiencing it. I think they'll get, I know they'll get hot for a stretch. They'll start hitting better. They will, and I'll, I'll say it and echo the sentiment of Justin Smoke right there, and also Craig Council has been saying it all year. They'll get their stuff together. How long, that, I, I, that part of it, I don't, I'm not sure of. But you you can't do any worse than what you did. Uh, speaking of which, let's change things up. We'll shift on the fly. Crazy season. Crazy world. I normally read the box score, but we're going to see what happens uh, after today. If uh, Sam Schmitz, if you can, you can you know, turn the worm here, if you will. What's going on? Let's check out the numbers going inside the box. All right. Leading things off, Eric Sogard at second base tonight. 0 for 4 tonight. Two strikeouts. Keston Hira, 0 for 4, two strikeouts as well. 
Christian Yelich for three. Avisil Garcia, one for four, with one run and three strikeouts. Justin Smoke, two for four tonight, one run and one strikeout as well. Two RBIs batted in. Omar Narvaez at catcher tonight, 0 for four, two strikeouts as well. Ben Gamble, 0 for two with one walk. Orlando Arcia, 1 for 2 tonight with a walk as well. And Brock Holt finally 0 for 3 tonight. For the pitching, you got Brent Anderson. He went 4 and a third of an inning, 5 hits, 2 earned runs given up, 2 walks as well, and 5 strikeouts. Corbin Burns coming in after that, 3 and 2 thirds of an inning, 2 hits, 2 runs earned, 3 walks, and 5 strikeouts tonight. And lastly, the Brewers offense gets 2 runs on 4 hits tonight. Mm. Chicago gets four runs on seven hits, no errors each team. Yu Darvish gets the win. He is 3-1. and one. Brad Anderson gets the loss. He is now 0-2. And, and Wick gets the, his third save of the season. Yep, there it is. Uh, fan attendance tonight at Wrigley, zero. And and, and the Brewers now 7-10 and 10 early on. Twenty. Well, is it early on? 2020 championship season. Uh, yeah, the clock is ticking. And uh, they're they're headed toward the third of the season mark. Things got to change for sure. You guys know that. We'll check around the uh, National League Central to see if the Brewers could uh, at least maintain a little bit inside their own division. We'll do that, uh, and that's all next. Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Tim Allen after a Brewers four two loss. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. And it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. Well, we know this one inside the Central. Brewers fall to the 85 Bears uh, 4-2, the final. And, and you heard from Craig Council earlier that you know he's given his uh, uh, really gratitude toward the pitching staff, if you will, that they've been doing a fine job. They have. They really have. Outside of a game or two here or there, They've been in almost every single game this year, and it it, it really is about the offense. So uh, we'll talk more uh, about that tomorrow, I'm sure, as uh, we check the National League Central scoreboard and any other baseball news, Sam. Only other game that was played tonight in the Central was between the Pirates and the Cincinnati Reds. Final score this one, 9-6. to six. Pirates win game one Pirates of this. Pirates beat the Reds. Okay. Absolutely. Pirates win game one of this four-game series. Trevor Williams gets his first win of the season for the Pirates after going five innings, only giving up three earned runs. Anthony DiScalfani gets charged with his first loss of the season after allowing nine earned runs through two innings pitched. <laughs> after he shuts down the Brewers like a, like he's Nolan Ryan. Go figure. Gregory Polanco, Colin Moran, and Adam Frazier all recorded a home run against DiScalfani. Pirates are now 4-13. and Reds now move to 8-11. and Currently tied with the Brewers at six and a half games back of the NL Central lead. Jeez. Lastly, as of now, the Cardinals are scheduled to play for their first time since July 29th. This weekend against the White Sox, the Cardinals will travel to Chicago tomorrow. It'll begin the series on Saturday with a doubleheader. Yeah, you just wonder how the Cardinals are going to come out of this thing. I mean, the Brewers, it took a little bit. Now, the Brewers missed the three games against the Cardinals, but they also had an off day prior to that. Uh, so it was a four-day span in which the Brewers didn't play baseball. And that I did... I did think at that time it affected the the team's play, so I couldn't imagine what the Cardinals are going to come out with. Although, uh, look at what the Marlins did. They got on a, a, a bit of a roll after they were shut down for, for a good chunk of time. So we'll have to see what happens. All right, that's going to do it for us. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. We'll get you ready for game two of this four-game set. 
That'll get on the air at 6 tomorrow here on The Fan. And after the last pitch, you make the switch. Let's talk some more Brewers baseball on the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. My name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Despite the outcome, try to smile. Milwaukee, the world will smile back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.